When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tokyo's podcast. My name is Sybil. Today I'm joined by Jed. Say hello, Jed. Hello, mate. You're all right. I'm all right. Say hello, Jake. Hello, buddy. How's things? Very good, mate. Very good. And imagine there's a certain game this weekend that you'll be very excited to talk about. Um, <laughs> but we'll get there. I think it's only right that we start with Arsenal because they are top of the table. Um, 12 points from 12. Um, great form so far. Granted, they have had quite a... No, I wouldn't say an easy run because there is no easy run in the Premier League. Um, but they have had more favourable fixtures than, than perhaps some other teams in the league. Uh, but you can only beat who's in front of you, and they seem to be doing a very, very good job at that. And they faced um, another team that was actually unbeaten um, in, their, in their opening three games, which was Fulham. Um, and Fulham did give Arsenal a game, but Arsenal did look um, very good. The one thing I would say was missing, I think, even though Kieran Tierney offers a lot, I think they did miss Zinchenko. Jed, I'm going to come to you with that. Um, Zinchenko already really embedded himself into this team, made himself very, very important. He's missing, um, and Arsenal start to look as if they're actually they're missing something. In my opinion, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Um, it's probably too early to say. Yeah, I think if if he'd had maybe four I mean this fixture, this, out, I mean this match in isolation. Okay, I mean yeah. Again, again, I think it's still too early to say really because um, if, if if a player has four or five games out of a team and there's a noticeable difference there, then you can say something like that. But one game. I'm not sure whether it makes a huge difference. Like, for example, I don't know whether Zinchenko stops them fucking about at the back for that goal that they concede. Do you know what I mean? So, like... Um, I, was asking I don't know. It's a bit... Yeah, exactly. So, I don't, I don't know whether it made too much of a difference. But um, if he's not then back within the next sort of, like, three or four games, you'll probably notice a difference there, I think. Because in general, he's just a quality I was player. thinking more stylistically uh, in terms of... They kind of, for me, the, in the opening three games, they kind of look like a more fluid Man City, in my opinion, with Sinchenko mm. stepping into midfield and being that extra body. Whereas I don't really, I see Kieran Tierney maybe chipping in as an extra winger and being like an extra man in the final third, but not stepping into the midfield as a creative force. And that is a very Manchester City thing. And this is obviously where Michael Arteta's cut his teeth and, and learned the majority of his trade uh, under the, the coaching team uh, in Manchester City. And I thought the, the, the way Arsenal looked, they were slightly more fluidity. But they kind of, 
I thought in this game, just stylistically, and I, and I did think Arsenal were very good, and Kieran Tierney did actually offer quite a lot. I just thought they looked back to the sort of the style they maybe adopted in, in the, the later stages of last season. And I think um, if they can get a, a, a right back um, that's maybe slightly more creative than Ben White, and they have it in both sides, as City sort of have, and you have those extra bodies sitting in the midfield, and they really, really become that. Um, sort of pep side sort of like think, thing, um, third chance creating machine you know um, which I think, I think is the end goal for McArthur I think he's I think what he wants to do is replicate that chance creation machine where it's just you go into a match and you know you're going to have at least 10 really really quality chances you know I think Tommy Asu could be that that player but um, he just isn't fit enough you know consistently mm. I think if he was fit enough consistently he'd probably, he'd probably be starting ahead of Ben White at right back I don't think Ben White at, at right back is the main like plan for him is it he's more of a, a centre half so he's centre back um, yeah so I think it realistically if Tommy Asu was fit 100% of the time you'd play him and he'd probably be able to get forward and also he was a player that did actually well. he, he had an instant impact um, mm. when he came in the Arsenal's team I think uh, so I think that's it's worth pointing out there Jakey boy um, Arsenal top of the league uh, playing very very well uh, what were your thoughts in terms of like how they're moving and where can you see? Can you see them dropping off? Is this is this um, is this a false dawn? You know, <laughs> they got it. <laughs> um, it's it's one of them, isn't it? You know that certainly the last few years when Arsenal have had a good start to the season. You know, the, I don't want to say their fans, but a lot of their fans have jumped on the the train of we're going to win the league. You know, almost a bit like that little. So this is the best start since the invincible season. That's the big. Is, that's the big is, thing is, is that's going around. You know, they've, they've had a very good start to the season, but I think you touched on it, Simo. Arguably, you could say they've not, not played a side that could really test them yet. You'd expect them to beat these sides anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think the differences between this Arsenal side and perhaps ones before, you know, they they do look very good. They are making a lot of chances. And then Gabriel Jesus, they've got a really good striker, someone who can find the net, mm. which you could say over the years, a lot of Arsenal sides haven't had that goal scorer who can stick the ball in the net and, and create op- opportunities like him. Uh, Oregard looks fantastic, you know, scored again. And the young, the youngsters they've got coming through also look really, really good. There's, there's definitely optimism around um, the Emirates, and I can definitely see why. Like you said as well, Simo, you know, Arteta, he knows how he wants them to play, and he's slowly moulding them into that there's side. There's a reason why he's buying players from Manchester City. I was wants just about to, to say that. He clearly wants to emulate that system. There's a reason that Zinchenko and Jesus have come in over other people. You know, he, he's worked with them at City, and that, that's how he'll want, want them to play. He, they'll know how Arteta will want them to play, so... For them, it'll be naturally, you know, naturally easy to slot into that Arsenal system anyway, mm. and, it, and it's working. So, you know, fair fair credit to Arsenal; they they have started the season really, really well. Maximum points, the only side that has, you know, but the only way is down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. When, you, when, you, when you've not when you've not lost a game and you've not you're drawn top, a game, when you're top of the league, you know, the yeah, only the only way is, is down. down so. uh, <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, how is this how is this group of group of players going to handle that? Um, mm. Have you watched all or nothing? I've yes, halfway through. Yeah, I've not finished I it. Yeah, I've, I've finished it. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I think actually, like you kind of, I mean, I understand that this has been this is a, a series that's been cut to show you the bits that they they mm. want to see. You know, there's, there's mm. obviously things that happen that they were not seen on screen there, but the things that do happen on screen, uh, very, very impressive. I think um, the attitude of some of the players as well is, uh, mm. or the character. Do you think that uh, I maybe necessarily didn't associate that kind of dressing room atmosphere or the type of character that maybe behind the scenes with the players and it kind of helps your eyes you know like, mm. yeah I think well, you know I Aaron think, Ramsdale um, I think is a, is, a, is a great personality I didn't really picture him being that sort of like 
positive influence behind closed doors, you know, because he's quite young. But you know, I realise. But I think, I think again, Jake says they'll, they'll be he'll go ways down. I think it will happen eventually. But I think for they will me, come up against a Man City and and maybe they'll take a knock or something like that. And for me, it's how this squad copes with, a, like you said, Simo, a bit of pressure when injuries potentially creep in and, and the fixtures pile up as well. You know, the Europa League, yeah. that Thursday-Sunday schedule is going to be quite gruelling. So it's it, a horrible it, schedule. It's now, it's it's how this Arsenal side copes with that. It's great starting the season the way they have, but when things start to get a bit tough, do they have the, you know, the mental character to keep going? I guess we'll ever find out. Do you know what? I, I, I think that, I think this year that they do. I think the one thing that the All or Nothing documentary really did a good job of is showing the project that they're building there um and i think that they talked a lot about get having the right sort of attitude and right sort of players in the dressing room they've they've put a lot of emphasis on arteta's like motivational speeches and sort of bringing the group together and things like mm. that and how he's he's got rid of the bad influences like Aubameyang. and um i think you can see that paying off it this season they look like a, a more they, they look like more of a team this season yeah. than they have done for a long time so I think that potentially this year could be the year that they do cope with those challenges a bit better. Um, and you can tell that they look really united as well. You know, and then there's definitely a, a, a passion that goes throughout the whole squad. Like the, the way they were celebrating the, the win the other day mm. just shows you how much it means to them that they've, they've dug deep, come from behind and won that game. Yeah. And yeah, the, people were saying that they were over-celebrating and stuff like that, which I don't think is, is correct at all. Um, but I think that that shows what they're building at the minute is, is yeah. pretty good. I think that this season Arsenal fans can can be excited. Genuinely, people, people are always going to say and criticise when when the so called top six um, over celebrate against what what would be perceived as lesser opposition. But I mean, the end of the day, that that Arsenal side has had a tough sort of three, four, maybe you know five, six seasons. Not where things haven't really gone the way that they, they'd expect a club of that size. Well, you know, so when they, when well, they're that's They've got to unite. They've got to like enjoy these moments and sort of build off them. I don't think there's it's a great wrong. point there, Simone, because Arsenal sides of previous years, as soon as um, Fulham scored, they'd have lost that game. Oh, one hundred percent, that game. They'd have crumbled. You know, player makes a mistake, the, the opposition score. Arsenal sides of previous years would have crumbled and, and thrown that away. I think it's a massive, a, a massive win for Arsenal, and I've got them to finish. I had them in my top four um, from our predictions at the start of the season, and I do think they will finish in the top four. I had a misfelt. I think, I think they'll have a strong season this year. Yeah, I had a misfelt, yeah. and I think if I'm wrong, I think it's because they'll be higher. <laughs> 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 uh, very good looks. No, I'm, I'm not getting too carried away, but I think yeah, a great a great group of players and um, a very promising manager. And I think they're going to go in and, and kick on. Uh, but we will come to the game that, that Jake is chomping at the bit to get into. Um, Brentford Everton. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wolves Newcastle. Uh, no, Liverpool nine. Um, Bournemouth no. Uh, tough day for Scotty Parker. Tough day. Although, although I will say the noise that Scotty Parker has been fucking making in the press leading up to this game, he was it was almost as if it was written to the stars that that, that he was going to get a spanking. He, the continuous sort of we're not good enough for this league, we're not good enough. It's as if he tries to fit it into every interview. It's like he's trying to like already justify being sacked for a fucking less than four games, less than five games in. Sorry. Um, so I mean, they've... step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Uh, not, that kind of noise makes you chew up pumping, uh, in my opinion. Mm. But um, Jake, how good will how good will Liverpool? F- fantastic, mate. You know, nine goals. <laughs> say it's a great day all round at Liverpool. Can I just stop you there, by the way? Nine goals, no goal involved for no, Mohamed Salah. No Salah. That that, that was going to be one of my points. Absolutely um, incredible that that happened. That's insane. Like you tell <laughs> you tell anyone you tell anyone who's watched. Any game of Premier League football in the last five years. <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool have put nine goals past an opponent. How many do you think Mo Salah had an involvement in? Your minimum answer would be four. Yeah. At least, surely. If you tell How them money, go, what happened? What? Did he get injured? No. Yeah. No, he played a no. 90. Played oh, the, oh, played the, oh, he's played the whole game. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. How Did he not get a chance? Did he not get any he had... No, no, he had loads of chances. <laughs> <laughs> he had open nets, two open nets. Jesus. Carry on, Jake. Uh, Sorry, I had no, to get that. No, had to get that. It's it's a really good point, but no, I thought Liverpool were fantastic. You know, uh, there's people, you know, it's, at the start of the season, you know, three games in without a win, saying you know the the, the wheels have fell off the the Jurgen Klopp train. But I think they fairly. I know it's people will say it's only Bournemouth, but you know, to score nine goals is is ridiculous yeah. against anybody, Anything. especially in the Premier League. And, and Liverpool were fantastic. I think it was it was key. They got an early start, and you know, two and a half minutes in, Louis Diaz scores, and it just settles the nerves straight away. I think I just put into the group chat. I'm just so glad we scored early. You know, so, yeah. so glad yeah. it was out the way early. You know, um, and it's not just that. It was the follow up as well. You know, they got the one, and then bam, straight away. You know, a couple of minutes later, they score another, and to go in at half time five nil. You can't really ask for much more than that. And but. We had a conversation with my dad and, you know, he's been a Liverpool fan since the, the 70s. And he, he said, you know, it, it, what he's seen over the years with Liverpool is when they sort of go three, four, even five nil up, the foot really does come off the gas. And we, we don't really go for the throat of these sorts of sides and, and really make these statement victories. And he said it was just really refreshing to see us stick nine goals past the team. Because, you know, it's the first time in the Premier League that we've done it, but we've done it a few times in the past before that. 
but it was it was fantastic to do so. You know, 12, 12 shots on target and nine goals. To be fair, it's a terrible time for Bournemouth to play Liverpool. And that's Jurgen Klopp mm. even said that in his post post matches. Like this isn't a time yeah. where they come play Liverpool when they come off a run of games that they should have won, could have won, and, and have not put. And it's not for the fact that the Liverpool have been hard done by. Liverpool have not been good enough in those games yeah. to get anything, you know. And you come in your Bournemouth and your manager's making noise that you're not good enough and mm. Jurgen Klopp is just looking for a bounce game. He's just, and he sees this on the card and he thinks, fucking yes. And I think, it, and in different circumstances, if, it's last, if that's a mid-season game, Liverpool are doing well competing for a the title, then 5-0 five, five at half-time, the game probably ends 6. Yeah. It ends 6, right? But when you've when you've been Liverpool and you've not been at it and uh, you've not been exhibiting the, the effort that you've done in previous seasons, you know, you go over and it's it's put them in a sword again and isn't it because every player on the pitch wants to prove mm-hmm. that they're still part of this amazing side that lost fucking three games last season in all competitions you know they still they both I mean I think standout player for me Bobby for me you know, world class performance yeah. I was heavily critical of Bobby's performance against Manchester United I thought it was far far too deep um, he was trying to get involved in play I understand that but he said at a certain point get up the pitch play on the last man get Fucking jump on Lissandro Martinez or something, <laughs> you know, do something, stop playing centre back. Uh, but I thought this was a Bobby esque. It was Bobby at his best, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's just absolutely the like. I would say it's a false nine role, uh, but it's mm. not. It's the Bobby Firmino role. It's adapted, it's, um... it's aggressive, and it's absolutely outstanding. One of the best set. I know it was uh, if it was against better opposition in Bournemouth, I would put it down as probably one of the best centre forward performances I've ever seen. But I'm still going to have it up there. Um, because he was everywhere. He was Is everywhere. It, um, he was in the box. He was in the. He was in the midfield. He was out in the wing. He was absolutely everywhere. Does it impact Nunes that you know that Firmino has played so well? Does that absolutely stop Nunes getting back in the side now when he's absolutely not suspended? No, I mean, like, right, right. Bobby is an established top top player, right? And granted, there has been players that come in to to challenge him for his position. The first one was Diego Jota. Um, who have really challenged Bobby. And uh, from those lack of minutes, maybe lack of confidence now, a big, expensive signing comes in and he's a, he's a through-the-middle player. Roberto Firmino knows this is this is his replacement and Liverpool have spent big to bring him in. Does that kind of alleviate pressure? Because, you know, they've spent money and you think, well, the pressure's not on me, it's on him. He's got a massive price tag. Every time I perform, you know, I kind of... I, I up my standing in this squad. You know, Nunes comes yeah. on and he's dominated by... Um, Anderson and not a particularly amazing se- uh, central defender performance and, and by headbutting him he kind of sends a message to every centre back in the league that do you know what I mean yeah. if you if you get at me if you come into the back of me you, you run your studs down the back of my leg you stand on my, stand on my feet and stuff like that stuff that's not going to get you a yellow you know mm. then you get a reaction and yeah I think although Nunes was heavily influential in the Nunes, in the, the Fulham game um, and he did play well I think uh Still a lot to be desired. Um, and if you're going to, this, are you going to drop Bobby after you know a hat trick yeah, of assists? That's that's what I was getting. At, know? It's, it's like, um, but do you, can you drop him now that he's played so well? You know, the short surely, answer I'm saying is uh, no, no. He well, can't. he's got surely. another game out. He's got another game out. Yeah. So say you know if Firmino goes and scores another couple of goals against Newcastle, I don't think you can drop Bobby. No, not a chance. Not a chance. When, when yeah. the thing no, with Firmino as well is. Yeah, well, this is it. You know, it's a, <laughs> the thing with Firmino as well is 
when he when he's so confident like this and you know he's in good form he he often just keeps that form going as well you know look back to the the year yeah. the year we won the champions league it's like a great point Jake. just electric electric every time he was scoring you know the next game he was do, he was doing it he was just on fire and Hopefully, this is the kickstart now for, for Bobby to do Does that. Does he even need to score to be on fire? Because he's that well, type of player that, is, is, as long as he's at it, as long as he's in the mid for it, and you can normally tell in the first 15 such minutes. Such an exciting player to yeah, watch. Yeah, if, well, Bobby's, like, in, really if Bobby's in the mid for it. And yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, that's the thing. Nunes, he's got to be worried. He's got to be looking at that performance and think, I don't know if I've got that in a locker. <laughs> you know, quite frankly, I don't know if I have a hatchet assist in a locker. I don't know if I can drop into midfield and beat players. And, um, you know, some of the. The best plays that, that Liverpool have, have done in the past sort of five years that have been, you know, my favourite Liverpool goals when he, when he uh, in the past sort of the Klopp era for certain, um, is Bobby just sitting down those uh, like Granit Xhaka, uh, <laughs> another like in the you know yeah. you know what I'm on about. I think it was a, a League Cup game, but it was still absolutely superb. So he's he's hugely important to this fan base, uh, Bobby from you know, and that, not Nunes needs to be thinking. God, I've got him and I've got Diogo Jota. And granted, Diogo Jota can play on the left and right wing, but he does his best work through the middle in the box, in the six in the six yard box between mm. the sticks. Diogo Jota comes alive um, just for his movement. I don't think there's many centre forwards about that have better movement than uh, Diogo Jota in the, between the sticks. I mean, he has he's only five foot like nine or something. He has no right to have the amount of headed goals he has. It's just based <laughs> no, off his like, instinct um, and 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 do you movement. Remember- you know? Remember Tim Cahill? Yeah, yeah, he was just—he was really short yeah. but so good in the air. He's like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scores headers every time. Every time he's in the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just off instinct, off movement, make yourself strong and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I—I I, I think I've kind of went a long way around this, but I'll come to you, Jake. I mean, Nunes. For me, still, work, still got work to do. There's no such thing as a sure thing, even if there's a big price tag. Um, I don't think there's nothing that's given to you on a club side. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you see him landing, Jake? Do you mean in the future? Do, yeah, do, is do, he, do, does he does he come straight back in? Is he, is he good enough to um, displace no, him? No, I don't think he comes. You know, I don't think he comes straight back in. For simple as, you know, I think his first game back's the derby against Everton. You know, it's always a bit of a tasty game. I don't think he jumps straight back into that side. I think he could, maybe comes off the bench for that. You know, it just depends on on on, on what's the build up before. You know, it, it is all dependent on that. It depends how we play against Newcastle. We might, you know, Firmino might have an absolute stinker against Newcastle, and you know, and then the door opens again for Nunes. But you know, like you said, Simo Jota's Jota's got a good a good thing going because he can play on the left and the right as well. So he has that option there. But I agree with you. I think he's the best. He's he's he does his best it's, work um... through the middle. Here's a question for you, lads. So, so on on the Nunes subject, before a ball was kicked this season, there was a lot of talk between Premier League fans. I think about who would have the bigger impact, Nunes or Haaland. Obviously, yeah. it's a City Liverpool sort of rivalry that's going on at the minute. Um, do you think that's that's that ship has sailed now this season? Given no. the start that Haaland's had, I think it's different. That's a different. Saying the bigger impact, Haaland's always going to score goals for City. It's, it's yeah. obvious, you could stick. And he's, he's, he's averaging like eight touches a game. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, Holland, he's not, he's not involved <laughs> I think, in much of the play, but he's just there to get chances. Nunes, think, Nunes think, will have to hold up the ball. Nunes will be required to do more for Liverpool than Holland will be mm. for say. Um, and I think... Haaland will get more chances. I mean, I they are, Haaland although they're, they're tall. Goals. Yeah, Haaland will score more. They're both very tall strikers and young young prospects. So they are going to be kind of viewed in the same sort of like <laughs> against each other, even yeah. though I, I think that um, <laughs> I think Darwin Nunes will do very well to score anywhere uh, near as much goals yeah, as, as Erling Haaland. That, I think Haaland's just a monster, isn't he? Like, the, uh, mm. the weekend, obviously, he's basically turned the game on his head on his own. Shouldn't yeah. have been on the pitch, they, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, was there a high foot or something like that? that... <laughs> it's a red card, <laughs> mate. Yeah. yeah. 50-50, though, isn't it? That's the worst thing about the that sort of one player's got a foot up and one player's got his head down. Like... There's been there's been a few decisions <laughs> that, in these the opening go- games. The third and... goal for that for Palace as well. I don't know why that's been chalked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a bit weird. Um, yeah, that was a bit weird. Match yeah. fixing. I was gonna say, man, like <laughs> I'm not I'm not a conspiracy guy, right? But I see decisions like that. I see <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that is like where how could you like um no, nah, I'm not gonna get into it because we, all, we go what, down this we right. go down this rabbit hole boys and it's but we'll be there for yeah. an hour. Um <laughs> what actually happened? So the ball so Edison's gone to roll the ball Edison's out. rolled the ball out and, and the palace player as it's left in front of him or something. It's, it's, like. it's, it's about two yards away glove. from him. I'm like, of course it is. It's out. on the floor. The ball's on the floor. It's, it's gone, <laughs> it's away. It's fucking it's ridiculous. It's away for his What the fuck? It's about He's not in control of the ball anymore. I don't, it's it's, there's just throwing been, it out when there's a Palace player in front of him. Edelson always <laughs> seems to get these decisions. Do you remember the Jude Bellingham ones? Jude Bellingham, oh, Champions, Bellingham Champions League was an last disgrace. season. And it's like oh, Bellingham comes out, gets, gets absolutely <laughs> fucking halved by Edelson. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't tackle Edelson, just receives a tackle from Edelson and somehow gets a goal disallowed. Uh, 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 there's been, pff, yeah. I don't know, somebody needs to. That's fixing. Yeah, somebody needs to check <laughs> check some refs. Fucking, and it's not. I cuts to Peter Walton done it, and he's just like, oh well, you know. And you think, shut the he's fuck a, up, man. He's a, he's <laughs> Why are you paying that guy? He's fucking <laughs> never gonna go against his pals. You'll find yeah. a way to justify the worst fucking decisions. Go and get that guy. That's it. you could have had that that tackle when do you know when De Jong uh, karate kicked Alonso in the Champions League final and oh, it, say yeah, if it hadn't yeah. been given yeah. Peter Walton would still be like I think it was justifiably not given well, and you know, <laughs> obviously not seen it <laughs> <laughs> he nearly killed him it's like oh, it's not his fault though is it <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know why they pay that guy oh. Oh, let's God. just carry on with the Manchester City game mm. um Manchester City give Crystal Palace a head start. Um, and I was still never felt that Manchester City wasn't going to come back. No. And you never do, <laughs> you, do you? You, said you, it, always, you said it you in the chat, though, similar, didn't you, to be fair? Yeah. They've yeah. always, said it. always still, got a way back into a game. They've always yeah. got a way back into a game. They're just so robotic, aren't they, in their creation of everything? Like, it's, it's always going to be... The chances are always going to be there because the players they've got are so good at making opportunities. I mean, Bernardo Silva, I thought, was fantastic. And... As much as I hate Bernardo Silva as of like a person <laughs> like on the pitch, he's unbelievable, and I just yeah. can't 
understand why. Like they're What's even thinking about you? letting him go. <laughs> Mate, he's done a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of stuff. We'll just leave it there. The but... <laughs> I admire his on pitch on pitch skills, but I don't know why they want to get rid of him though. You know, there's talks of him, him leaving and it just baffles me because I thought he was fantastic here. Somebody needs to check. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just picturing pies. Sorry, like, I'm just picturing like every time like Jake's in in front in like, let's say he's in the queue at Greg's or something. There's one sausage roller, Bernardo Silva's in front of him and takes it. Little bastard. Jake pulls <laughs> up. Jake pulls up to park and walk. Fucking Bernardo Silva in his spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just every day. Every Don't day, stop. that man he does something to me. <laughs> Great, great player, though. <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah. Jake, I know, I know you've not got over Bernardo blowing your birthday cake candles out. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and I never will. <laughs> Every day, Bernardo! <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking done it again. <laughs> done it again. Oh, oh dear me. Right. Good player, though. Good, good player. I'll give him yeah, that. I'll yeah, give him that. Very really good. Great, great player. Good at kicking a ball around the pitch. Um, yeah, Manchester City, robotic. Um, never in doubt. They've got a wee bit of ground to make up on the Arsenal, you know. But you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't rule them out. Um, Oh, I mean, it's imagine, just, it's, it, imagine, when we come to uh, Manchester City, they, they play the same every single week. It's really hard to to try and bring something different to the conversation uh, imagine, when we come on to Manchester City's game. And I think people will think, well, why we never talk about them? It's because they play the same every the same week. They change the players. Week, isn't it? It's the same game every week. Yeah. You know, it's it's the high line. It's the it's the dominant possession. It's the professional foul. It's, it's the, you know... Quality chance after quality chance after quality chance, you know. And are they a wee bit loose at the back? Eighty million pound footballer putting the ball in the net, or fifty yeah. million, sixty million, <laughs> seven, <whatever>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the hundred million pound footballer comes off the bench for five minutes, for a for a cameo or something like that. Is the is the standard? You know, that's they're just the different, the different for every other football team I've ever seen. Um, and imagine, it's, if, uh, imagine if Arsenal go on and. Yeah, you know, do have an incredible season and win the league, and it's Jesus's goals that like get them there. That would, I would be really that. poetic for Man City. Like, I think. if Liverpool aren't going to get it, Zinchenko whips the ball in for a Jesus yeah. header, like yeah, <laughs> for just the pain it would cause Guardiola. Who, by the way, at a certain point, I think I was going to say has somebody needs to check if he's like there's either multiple Pep Guardiolas that all look the same, or the, the, there's multiple Pep Guardiolas living in the one body. Because one minute he'd be like Bernardo, he could go, and then he'd go, he's so important to this team, so important to this team. It's like it's like when uh, when Aguero retired and he was like, we cannot replace him. We can't. I was like, you could have given him a contract. You could have given him a contract. Him year. Year. Yeah. Don't fucking cry about it now. You know what I mean? There's still time. He's fucking right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> he wants to stay. He wants to stay. He cannot replace him. Fuck. Oh, God, man. How old is that guy? Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way to make it interesting talking about Manchester City because it's the. Do you know? I'll bring it back to it's refreshing Arsenal. though. It's refreshing to see a, another side like Palace. You know, same as with Newcastle last week to actually go at them point. a bit. 
it, it is refreshing to see teams actually go for them. Palace are like one of the few sides that like beat City on the regular. I know they yeah. didn't this time, right. but well, there was a little part of me that, that was that Palace was Big Roy's leg- legacy. Big Roy's legacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turning you know, out to beat City. Man City. Wait till uh, <laughs> wait till the likes of Fulham play Man City this year. I think that would be a really good game. Mm. I think they carry on the way. The majority, the, well. yeah. the majority of yeah, teams in the league well, are yeah. actually playing quite attractive football. Brighton at the minute uh, are playing really mm. well as well, aren't they? and they're not conceding any goals. Like they're uh, they look pretty solid at the minute. I think you know game teams like that for Man City this year are not going to be as straightforward as they have been in previous seasons, just mm. based on what we've seen so far. Yeah, I mean they will beat them, but it might not. Yeah, they have to work one. harder for it. Yeah, they might need to <laughs> move from second gear and they maybe third. Ten <laughs> minutes, you know. Um, yeah, I think. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? I was thinking, uh, linking them to Arsenal, like even one one player removes from out, Sinchenko comes out, and to me it looks like a a different approach to a game. Whereas with Manchester City, it's like the every name in the team sheet can change, hmm. and it's just the same. It's it's the the same, the least, exact same. Well, that's well, that's um, how it is for every club, though. Near enough, I think the only other team that that you could say that about is potentially Liverpool, because Liverpool will have a sort of system like that as well. I think where the players seem to fit in pretty well. But for every other team, one player going out does mean that you sometimes you have to set up the game differently. But something feels what I'm saying it? is something feels different. Oh yeah, you know, if we're does. missing yeah. Thiago. Yeah, yeah it feels yeah. different. There's a different. Yeah, look, you know. Yeah. Other important, Ivan Tony leaves a left out of Brentford looks completely different. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah like, Man, I feel there's, you know there's no I mean? doubt there's, that there's no doubt that Man City do still look like the same team regardless of who's playing. Yeah, that, that is mm-hmm. that's absolutely the case. But like like I say, I think for the point about Zinchenko is, is that. Every every team probably has the same sort of thing where if you, you have to make change, <laughs> yeah, you have to make one change that does impact then the way that you set up for the rest mm, of the game. Yeah. So right. Um, well, so we get time to go on. And Manchester United uh, got a decent win over Southampton. Southampton could have been a little bit more clinical. I think uh, not as straightforward as people might make it out to be. Um, but an interesting um, top six. And the and the, the league right now, boys. Arsenal sitting top, Man City in second place. Spurs had another good game, and we'll finish talking on the Spurs game. And um, Brighton in fourth place, um, Leeds in fifth. Who I back to actually have a pretty poor season, so probably. <laughs> um, although we'll see, we'll, we'll see where they're sitting in uh, February. Um, Chelsea in sixth place, <laughs> which is decent enough for them because it doesn't feel like they've had a particularly hugely positive start. But they're mm. one of the teams that just kind of they get the points, even when they're not playing, you know, at their best. Uh, but we've got my Spurs games. We're going to finish up on a Spurs game. Um, Richarlison, Kipiopis, in the middle of the park. Um, <laughs> it's a big debate at the moment about Do you know against, what? Yeah. against Forest. What's wrong? What is wrong with it? What, what is wrong with it? It's fully. Well, it's shit hours in. Who get like if if your team does that? If your player does that, he's a hero, regardless of what club it is. So right. what's what's wrong with it? I would say like <laughs> it's fucking. It's 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 because it's him. It's because it's him, right? <laughs> if Ronaldinho does keepy up, which he did, which he did when he played, right? If Ronaldinho did, carded yeah. every time he did a keepy up, then he would have what, played a lot of minutes. You say that, but it's you him. Say that, but it's it's but his face. See... It's his fucking face, mate. <laughs> did you see it though when when Neymar when Neymar was taking the absolute piss out of some player in league what league or whatever it's called? Yeah, you know he, he was he was showboat and he was doing flicks and tricks and and the referee booked him for unprofessional conduct basically well, that's stupid it, that's it was a couple stupid. of years ago uh, it was a few years ago I'm, I'm i'm sure it was on like i seen it on twitter or youtube or whatever 
But it, Neymar actually it did get booked for basically taking the piss it, out of someone. It, it doesn't warrant a booking, though. Like, it does not just skinning not, someone it's, and like it's not a booking. But doesn't, I've seen, doesn't warrant a booking. You've like, seen the debate on Twitter, seen, and it, but then you know, I've seen the thing is, and, man, yeah, saying that he should have been booked for unsportsmanlike conduct. Like, that's not what unsportsmanlike conduct is. Like unsportsmanlike conduct is is like not cheating, but cheating within the laws of the game. Cheating that's frowned upon. Like the team's not giving the ball back when a player's. You know, when they've had the ball given back to them because someone's gone there's, down. There's a bigger like that. golf That's in Liga Inno. That's isn't it? Not like... There's a bigger yeah. golf. Like, it could be like... He did two keepy-uppies and passed the ball away and then got, got snapped In the Neymar situation, it, like. the, the ref's probably like, you're making £600,000 a week and this guy... <laughs> I'm booking you for being yeah. a brick. Yeah, he's <laughs> got to go to work. He's got to go to work after this. You know? <laughs> he does not need this. <laughs> he's got Uber Eats deliveries to <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, some people like French football. I, 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 it's not for me. Um, <laughs> I did, I did like. I, did, I think the justice was served in the pitch. The yeah, it was. Yeah, needs to do it. Neko Williams just went Neko Williams through the back of him, just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> sliced him. It. It. As he should, as far as it needs to go, then he's he's gone. That's exactly what would happen on a on any football pitch yeah. anywhere in the world. If that happened, if that happened at Sunday League, someone would be flying through him. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. Oh, no, it's just because... whoever's, whoever's then done the keep up, he's just yeah. makes it look like a bit of an idiot. <laughs> that's yeah. it. There's no need for the outrage like, just because he's done a couple of keep up. Like, it, I guarantee you, if somebody else does that next weekend or this uh, during this week, he's like, a if it's Saint, Saint Maximin, because he's a shit. It's literally what it is. Saint Maximin does it, and it's in Saint Maximin does it, and it's in like soccer AM showboat reels for the next ten years and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's just. <laughs> it just is, isn't it? I get that Richardson is is an idiot, like, mm. but he's a shit house. The Premier League needs shit houses, you know. But it's same just, thing. I don't think of ASM, and I think <laughs> I don't think that like, that is a human toilet. Whereas when I think of Richardson, <laughs> I do think that is a human toilet. That is utter garbage, big pile of burning garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I'm he's probably, to be fair though, he's probably the I'm only joking. player that can have four appearances this season off the bench and cause so much like uproar. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else. It's great. Yeah, I, 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 but do you know where he belongs? He doesn't belong with Spurs. He belongs at Atletico Madrid with yeah, the Legion of Darkness. The Legion of Doom. That's where, it, that's yeah. where as he will. That's where he's that's a Simeone player. That's where he needs to be. We should only ever see him in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Shit, I was in teams. <laughs> like, I don't want to see in him do night- keepy-uppies against Forest. I want to see him doing it against Barcelona. Going straight through the back of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's where he belongs. <laughs> it's a good. He is. He's a proper athletic player. Like, yeah, destined to. If there was ever a move that was destined to happen in football. <laughs> Absolutely, Richarlison, the athlete. Um, <laughs> there was Make many other games. There was many other games. I mean, it, like when he plays like six matches in four years for fucking Conte. <laughs> um, no, I think I do think he'll play. I think he is a good player, and I'm maybe overly only overly harsh of him because he was an Everton player. That's the only reason. Um, and that and he is. Yeah, you know, probably very. I don't know much about the guy. He's probably very charitable or something. I feel, I feel probably bad when someone <laughs> fucking tweets is like, oh, he's fucking. He gave away this or some shit. Oh, well, so would half of his fucking. <laughs> you know, I mean? so, so would half of his until I got on the week, you know. Um, right. I think that's going to 
that's going to do his place. Because obviously other one, games. Can I just add one final thing? Um, so I, I was at Wolves Newcastle on Sunday, and uh, both goals in that were absolute worldies. And uh, that's yeah, the, the final thing that I want to say is that they were both <laughs> just class. But Ruben Neves is is a, a cut above the rest of the, the players on the pitch. He was class. His goal was quality, and Saint Maximin's volley. Oh, that's oh unreal. It's unreal. Sky. Unbelievable goal. Yeah. That's one of them that we've all we've all done once, and we've all done once. Like one, <laughs> once, yeah. one time, you know, a ball's dropped out the sky, and you've had it just sweet. But it only, it only happens once. And you're like, what does he think? That probably. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, right boys that's going to do it so thank you very much for joining me thank you very much for the listeners tuning in please download and follow wherever you get in this episode uh, and until, until next time cheetah bye sports social podcast network hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus